Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. ESPN NBA insider Jay Williams joins Wolf and Luke to talk NBA and the Suns. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. Right now, Jay Williams uh, of ESPN, of course, Keyshawn J. Williams oh, and Max joining us. <laughs> Jay, what's what's going oh, on? Oh boy, Luke, what's what the hell's going on? That's I mean, great question. Defcon, Defcon thousand. <laughs> I don't even, even know what number, arbitrary number to put. I I just have one question, and, and what I've been waiting to talk to you and Luke all day about this. So, understand, Bill was the owner. I just have to ask, from a guy that looks at companies. And I personally make investments. I sit on boards. I help athletes with their brands and, and, and what they're thinking about. The way organizations are ran tell me a lot about who teams are. So when I start looking at some of the decisions about extending your head coach and your GM 10 months ago, about, hey, we recognize the talent of Calamari, but we're going to put in stipulations in the contract about work ethic and study time. It really concerns me about how this franchise is being ran from the top down. So, you know, with this quarterback saying, like, we're going to move forward here, hearing some of the things I've heard current players and former players say about him and looking at some of the coaches who are in position now for this opportunity, is that a job that you, you really want? Like, where, like, who's going to be the tough-nosed individual that's going to actually mandate and say, this is the way we do things here, and there's no tiptoeing or dancing around it, damn it. This is the way this organization is going to be ran, and this is the standard that we hold ourselves to, and nobody is above that. Nobody's above that. But it just seems like it's been patchwork. Um, and, and, and that's problematic to me. Am I, am I off with that assessment, no, boys? You know no. what, honestly, Jay, I can tell you right now, I do believe that, again, there was a culture with Steve Keim and Cliff Kingsbury. They had a plan. They had a culture. They had a way of doing things. They were getting out in front of the new age offense, the new thought of the National Football League. It was taking over the National Football League three, four years ago. Go back and look at it and regard to the college offense taking over and then all of a sudden it swung back way back to the middle and to me the disconnect came when it was swinging back to a more traditional a blending of the old and the new and because of that there's got to be a culture change and I think that's what you're probably alluding to is the culture change that has got to happen in that organization Okay, that's a fair assessment. Luke, you are on the ground floor Well, there. So for me, then I actually, if that's the case, and I applaud franchises that have, you know, because I feel like everybody makes mistakes. Like people make mistakes in business all the time, right? But it's your ability to be aware sure. of what that. But Jay, can I can I just say to you? As, yeah, can I just say to you as well? You know, again, um, if Cliff Kingsbury, if you changed his last name. If you changed his first name and his last name, you just said there was a coach that won five games, then eight games, then 11 games, and went to the playoffs, took a franchise that had won three games before he showed up, 
and suddenly three years you're into the postseason. And by the way, the general manager hired him, and he performed and came in and actually took you to the playoffs. If it was any other name but Cliff Kingsbury, people be praising the extension that Cliff Kingsbury signed and Steve Kahn for that matter. It, it was, I agree with it you, was but always it, 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 I think it was, Cliff. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not putting all the onus on Cliff. I'm, I wasn't. Look with the, with the firing. I I I did not expect that. Frankly, no, I didn't. Um, I didn't expect it all. But it was also well full context. So it was the way every one of those seasons ended as well. Though there always seemed to be, and that theme has followed Cliff for a while about you know just kind of fading out on the back end of starting strong. Now, granted, I get injuries and I get the context of that. But even hearing a lot of things that Kyler was saying this year and, and that relationship just seemed so off to me. I never understood how it just went where it went wrong. Yeah. Well, well Jay, you know player-coach relationship, and if that sours, you know what that does. So so let me ask you this. Yeah. We're, we're talking to Jay Williams. Jay, I want to go back to something you said earlier when we first had you on, talking about you know nobody being above criticism or you know nobody gets special treatment and, and you know the perception of Kyler Murray that's out there. That's the deciding factor on if somebody views this job as as somewhere you want to go or not, right? Because if you if you believe in Kyler Murray as a head coach, this might be the first job on your list. If you think Kyler Murray is somebody that's that's not going to be coachable or he's not going to do certain things, then I don't know why you'd even look at this job. I mean, look, I I agree with you. I, I you know, I frankly, I've never spent time with Kyler Murray, um, but I, I just I've never I get that when you retire, right, guys inevitably come to this, like, table. Like, I, I've seen it with Aaron Rodgers. Like, former players have said certain things. and But Aaron Rodgers, you know, won a Super Bowl. He's been MVP multiple times. Uh, that body of work speaks for itself, right? Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, like, I've never seen current players say things about their quarterback the way I've heard players talk about, I've never seen that before. Yeah, like I even watched with Russell Wilson, who's had one of the worst years, and like teammates started actually backing him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, okay, like so. I'm like, where? I, I would love to hear, and maybe I just haven't read it. Maybe it's out there. I would love to hear teammates back Kyler Murray and the person that he is. If that's the case, I just haven't seen people do it. I've seen the other, the latter, and that's worrisome to me, isn't it? It's very worrisome because he's the last man standing. I mean, and there have been some some teammates that have stood up for him, but you're right. The other the whispers okay. that have been out there for a couple years, it's very concerning. You talk about DefCon Five; he's the last guy standing here, Jay, and everything right now feels like it's going to be built around him for better or worse. I mean, well, I want to see Kyler Murray win. Yeah. Like, I, I like the style in which he plays, and I love him as a player. I I just I don't know him personally. I'm just I'm going based upon people that I've spoken around the National Football League that where they. Those whispers have grown louder and louder and louder. Yeah, what's so weird, Jay, is you know to watch Arizona Cardinals play with a different quarterback, suddenly there was a lot more balance as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> there was a lot more balance in terms of quarterback location and where your quarterback was. Was he under center, in the shotgun, in the pistol? They did a lot more of that. And even run pass as well, I thought, 
Uh, they did a pretty good job in regard to uh, being balanced that way. Power personnel groups and 11 personnel being blended in nicely in certain down-in mm-hmm. distances, of course. So I thought they did a much better job being balanced when Kyler Murray wasn't in the game. And that tells me they've got to reach Kyler. And I think this is what the change is going to be all about. Jay, I think it's all going to be about what can you do to get Kyler Murray on track? What can you do to make Kyler Murray take the next step forward in his development as an NFL quarterback? That is going to be GM's job, number one, and that's going to be the head coach's job, number one, right there. Make Kyler Murray be the player he can be, and everything else, I think, is secondary to that, Jay. And, Wolf, you know, you're exactly right. I, and I'm not saying this pertains to Kyler Murray, but I'm just trying to tell you experiences that I've had as a professional athlete because I meet two kinds of people as professional athletes. I, I sometimes meet the people who just want to be the best. Yes. And it's almost like obsessive-compulsive, right? Like, Wolf, like, like, I'm that way. I feel you're that way. Like, you're analytical. Your awareness is heightened. You see things. You want to work at it. Uh, you know, yes. I'm not sure if Kyler is that way or not. I, I Once again, I don't know him. And yes. then I meet the other people that are like, I have this special gift. I'm able to do something. It's got to be rewarded with a lot of money. But I'm not sure the same kind of drive is there. Right? And I've seen this before in the past. Once again, not stating that this applies to Kyler Murray. It's I'm just posing the question, guys. Yeah. You're coming off an injury, and you've gotten paid. Like you got a lot to those prove. are well, if you know what I'm talking about, you got a lot to prove. You know, like what version of Kyler Murray are you going to get? Is he willing to buy into something new when things have been his way before? That that's the question coming into next season for the Cardinals. Yeah, yep. it's the only question now going forward. Jay, always great talk to you, man. You always make us think. Thank, Thank you. you, Jay. All right, boys, have a good day.